and welcome to the MTM Vegas podcast. I'm Sean Coomer, your host, joined as always by Mark Osterman. We have a great show for you today. As a reminder, you can watch this show along with all the visuals that go with it at youtube.com forward slash miles to memories. We release two shows a week on Tuesdays and Fridays on YouTube, and you can also listen to them here on the podcast. As a reminder, we now have our Patreon live, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. You get the weekly after show, a lot of fun there. You can watch it or listen to it as a podcast as well. Hope to see you over there, patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. If you like the show, consider leaving a five-star review in your favorite podcast app. Apple Podcasts, Spotify helps us out a lot. And for all of our Vegas content, that's posts, podcasts, and videos, head to mtmvegas.com. Thanks for listening. Let's hit it. Mark, did you see that picture of Justin Timberlake and Jessica Biel leaving Fountain Blue's opening? He had just performed for the first time in many years, and he went back to his room, and it was at when he uh, shared it on social media, and everybody quickly figured out he wasn't staying at Fountain Blue. Yeah, there was no blue carpet. I mean, it could have been the sweet level with the weird colored carpet that kind of somewhat matches uh, wind color. I don't think it's a big deal. I mean, Adele stays at Wynn, even though, you know, she's working for Caesars. They weren't open, you know, when he was there earlier. So I could see maybe them wanting him to stay there, but maybe they just couldn't get it all together. I'm guessing they were fine with it. But did you see what Wynn tweeted out or put on Instagram? They said where everybody ends up with that picture, just reminding everybody that Wynn is indeed the best luxury resort hotel in Las Vegas. I mean, that felt kind of like a resorts world type move, didn't it? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Mark, I was down on the strip for Fountain Blue, and then the next day I went back to go do a status match, which died. So I wasted my time, but I did stop at Cromwell to get a new Caesars card, and I headed over to Old Red in front of the old Bally's slash Horseshoe to see how that's coming along. And that structure is really rising above the street. Basically, the exterior feels like it's done, so you can kind of feel the shape of the building and how it really changes that corner. And that's still a mess there. still going to be a while before this thing opens. But I do think this was a great idea, not only to put a presence out on the corner, but to hide the Grand Bazaar shops. You had to go to Cromwell, right? Because it's the best and and it's the easiest to get in and out of, right? It's just, there's so much goodness there. There's nobody there, that's why. Uh, hey, another win. I think that's good. I- I'm okay with that. You know, we saw that when we were driving down the, the strip when I was there a couple weeks ago. And it is like right on top of where you walk, which I don't know. I'm kind of a little bit over that, where you feel like you're impeded on as you're walking down Boulevard and and have these buildings like growing up right next to you. It just seems like you're losing a little bit of space and perspective. It is great to to block those bizarre shops. They look terrible, but you're losing a little bit of openness, which I think hurts. And I'm looking forward to seeing what it's like when it's all done. I think it'll be a really cool spot. And they definitely needed something better in that area. I just, I don't know that I love everything pushing out to the strip now. Like, you know, the new shops that are getting built right on top of everything, two stories. It's just going to feel claustrophobic to me a bit. Well, if you want your rooftop bars, how else are you going to get them? We'll write a really nice one. a little bit, <laughs> then build it up. I mean, that is one huge difference between Vegas of today and Vegas of the past that people don't talk about as much is it wasn't built up. A lot of the casinos weren't built all the way to the strip, and you certainly didn't have structures right along the sidewalk like you do now everywhere. And there was big breaks, too. You had gas stations, other smaller things. And as you point out, everything is just so grand now, right on top of you. Those views are from that rooftop bar right down the strip. You don't want that back off the strip. You want uh, those beautiful views right at that corner 
corner. That's going to be a great vantage point. Yeah, it'll be really cool. I mean, we didn't get a chance to go up to Brewdog, and I think those would probably be really cool views too. We saw it, we drove by it, uh, just didn't have time with everything else we were doing that weekend. But rooftop bars are, are a big thing in Vegas now. So let's talk Fountain Blue really quickly. Uh, the status match we talked about the first day they were matching status. I went and did my video, didn't have time to do that, edited it all day. And the next day I went back to go do it and they had stopped it. So, so many people were matching on that first day uh, to gold status because they were matching MGM gold and Caesars diamond status. And that gave you $150 dining, $150 spa credit, plus a bunch of other perks. And they quickly realized that social media had spread this everywhere and it died really quickly. And that was very sad for me, but good to everybody who got that. But uh, yeah, we saw a couple other cool things. I didn't talk much in my tour video and make sure to check that out if you haven't watched it yet about that piece of art as you come in off the strip. On the surface, it's seemingly simple. It's this structure that moves and it simulates different waves and tides around the world. So they have sensors in seven or eight places around the world. And it, there's a little screen that tells you where the tide is being simulated from at that current moment. And it moves all the pieces. Depending on the side that you're on, you get nice reflections of the slot machines and the casino. It's really, it's sort of a simple piece of art, but beautiful and one that I didn't highlight. So I wanted to point out, make sure you check out. Unfortunately, the first day you could walk right up to it the second day they had ropes blocking people off so you know people were up to no good with it yeah they're rubbing it. i mean everything in vegas you got to rub and touch for luck you don't know what's gonna work what's not gonna work so i'm sure people were putting their hands all over it scuffing it up like the marble floors <laughs> and then they're having to wipe those down as well as you know tennis balls on the floor so it looks cool i don't know that the wave thing really does anything to for me it just it seems weird it doesn't look like a wave it's just kind of like blocks rotating or whatever looks pretty i think just taking it in for what it is is okay you don't really need to be into the whole wave thing i don't know that anybody's gonna really care about that yeah i mean it's interesting that that's what's doing the patterns and stuff but the patterns themselves are cool and just the structure is cool it's just rotating blocks but it does look really neat and it's more impressive the more i saw it just wanted to kind of highlight that also want to highlight Carrie Balicki, she stayed in one of the suites on opening night or the second night, I think. And they gave her this really cool care package. She paid for it. So this wasn't a comp VIP thing. I guess they gave it to everybody who stayed in the suites. A nice little fountain blue box, had some bow tie stuff in there, other little goodies, a nice little way to welcome your first guests. Yeah. And I think that they should do something like that for all people that stay at suites, no matter what time of year, maybe not something so grand, but even like here at MGM Detroit, you know, one time I stayed in a suite and there was nothing in there, but it was dirty. So I had to get moved to another suite and I went into that one and they had MGM dice from the casino that they sell in the gift shop, drilled a hole, turned it into a little keychain. But if that's in every room, that's something cool, little keepsake, you know, whatever, turn old casino chips into keychains and leave them in there. Something small like that, that costs a couple bucks really does take it the extra mile. And when people are paying, you know, five, seven, eight, nine, a thousand dollars a night for these suites, I think it's the least you can do. Yeah. Like the Crockfords, remember they had that special key that you would get when you'd stay there. That's long gone, unfortunately. But uh, for all those people who stayed there early on, you got one of those. It is nice to get some of that stuff. What's also nice, Mark, is Poppy Steak. Uh, that's the steakhouse Miami inspired. They have a location in Miami that opened in Fountain Blue. And they have this $1,000 tomahawk that's served in a briefcase. And they put on quite a show when they bring it. This may be one of the most insane food things I've ever seen. Hard to even describe what it is. I mean, I, I don't know if I love this this move into like just over the top for, you know, social media type of thing where they charge you all this money to bring out a steak and show it to you in a case. It's just terrible. I, I don't like any of it. Like, get the steak, cook the steak, bring the steak out, have people eat it. We don't need sparklers and magnums and all this stuff going 
going on in a briefcase of people opening up like it's King Tut gold that you found when it's just a tomahawk steak. <laughs> I don't know. I can't stand it. But they brand it, Mark. They brand it. I mean, what more could you want? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's something crazy. What's worse, this or Salt Bay and his gold leafed everything? I mean, at least Salt Bay, like the guy comes out and does it sometimes. So maybe that's a little bit, if you're a fan, you get a little bit of that. I don't know. It's just, I don't like any of the, the move to this. Like, let's just have really good food and let's live off of that. Yeah, let us know in the comments. Are you headed for that $1,000 tomahawk at Poppy Steak? I uh, look forward to seeing more and more videos of it. So there was some controversy on social media, some criticism of MGM Resorts. For the holidays, they're giving employees a $100 gift card, at least their employees in Las Vegas. Now, they have 83,000 employees around the world, so this doesn't mean that every employee is getting that, but it does seem like their frontline workers are getting a $100 gift card. Some people saying that's better than nothing. Others saying, you know, they should get more, especially with the hack and everything that happened this year. What do you say? Yeah, I think $100 is probably for a regular year. That would be okay, maybe, you know, when everything ran smoothly. We've talked about them making record profits and, and you know, all-time high revenue. And then you had the hack and the stress that that put on people. F1, driving around dealing with, this was like an epically hard year for frontline employees. Plus, they're short-staffed a lot of places. I think it should have been like 250 minimum, but you know, maybe 500. If you're just talking Vegas employees, I think they sh should have probably gotten more than employees from other parts of the world that work for MGM because of that. I think it's on the low end for sure. It's interesting. I agree that they should always get more. I don't love giving gift cards either. Just give them money uh, that they can use however they want. If they want to buy something from a specific store, they can. We didn't see what selection of gift cards they have. It's using like a third party vendor. I mean, glad to see them doing something. We all know it's not as good as the, the old days. As a reminder, our Patreon is now live. We do a weekly after show. You can watch it. You can listen to it. Patreon.com forward slash MTM Vegas. $5 a month gets you access to all of our after shows, all of our previous content. Really enjoying the community there. Thanks for your support. The Avengers station at TI is going out of business or it's closing, I suppose. It's been there since 2016. So, you know, that's a pretty long run for Las Vegas. But that space is going to turn into something else, according to Vital Vegas. No announcement has been made, but he's saying it's going to close January 4th. This is sort of like an interactive experience where you meet the Marvel characters and you get to see a lot of props. I haven't personally done it. The rumor is that a pirate themed experience would be coming here and i think that's a much better idea yeah i mean i didn't even really know this was a thing that was going on there so i don't know if they promoted it all that well and when it started 2016 kind of the peak of like the marvel superhero era maybe like towards the end of the peak and it's just kind of declined from there the movies aren't as popular they're not as good either the shows are are usually poorly reviewed it's just kind of run its course, I think. So it makes sense that they would be moving on from it. If they would have done this from like 2010 to 2020, I think that would have been like the sweet spot decade to do it. But kind of everybody's worn out on superheroes. I know I am. It's in sort of an awkward location too. This is where that CVS is right on the corner of Spring Mountain and Las Vegas Boulevard. So they don't get as much foot traffic. But like I said, it's been there since 2016. So you can't say it hasn't been successful. Everything has its time. The same company that is running it is going to keep the space. So whatever comes next, they will own. So it just seems like an evolution of that. A pirate themed something. That's what we need. Bring more pirates back to TI. Phil Ruffin, come on. Theming is the, the future. You're not going to compete with Fountain Blue on design alone, right? You need theming. You need something special. And a full-on, like, dress up like a pirate on the Las Vegas Strip. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm all about. You're just hoping another Pirates of the Caribbean ride comes here, don't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got space for that. So Rio <laughs> is uh, sending out offers 
to people. Uh, we talked about how I got like $10 Frio play in the past. Uh, we're not big Caesars players, but I received reports this week from two different people who got emails with three free nights midweek. Uh, they had to pay resort fees. So there might be other versions of this offer, but these are people who never signed up for real rewards. They're just getting targeted based on their prior Caesars stuff. So check your emails, see if you got anything. I don't know if people really want three free nights at Rio, but their new rooms are online. A lot of them are. So you should be able to get one of the new ones. Yeah, I think that's great. You know, you get to check out the properties, see if you like the new rooms, see whatever other updates they're coming in and, and not spending any money out of pocket midweek when it's slower. So it's smart on their part. So I think this is good all around. Good for them. Good for us. Uh, hopefully a lot of people out there got targeted for it. Yeah. I mean, give it a try. You got that brontosaurus table. You got all of that new decor and the casino still is far from where it needs to be. So I don't know how long it's going to nope. take. I'm thinking at least two years. They need thousand dollar steak, Sean, or it's not worth going. I want it in a briefcase. Okay, that's the only way I'm going to eat my steak from now on. And they can charge five hundred dollars for it because it's off strip. So There's just think about deal. the deal that you'd be getting. <laughs> Oh, genius. So Resorts World has said they're going to overhaul their players program and they're going to target locals. There's anecdotal reports that it's been slow in there. The last couple of times I've been in there, it's been very slow. People always complain about the vibe in there, said it feels like a large shopping mall. Although I got a lot of comments on the Fountain Blue video where people said it felt like a large shopping mall too. So maybe just every casino for certain people feels like a large shopping mall. But specifically, Resorts World has said they're going to target locals even more. And they're going to revamp their program to make it even better. You don't do that if you're uber successful. I think they should have targeted locals from the jump because of where they're located and, and all of that. Like, I think you need a, a good source of locals that far up the strip, especially until, you know, everything around there kind of builds up and and builds out. And Fountain Blue is just going to take the players that they did get that were willing to go up there. They're going to go check that out. So it's going to hurt them even more. So I think they should have known this was coming, known that they need a bit of that to kind of prop them up. And it was a miss. And I think just going away from theming is what we're missing. And that's why people say everything looks like shopping malls. Like we're going to talk about on our uh, Laughlin video next week, bills that we went out to in Prim, tons of theming over the top. And it doesn't feel anything like a shopping mall. It feels like you're kind of immersive in this thing. And that's old. And it still was really cool. So it's like they're missing this. Uh, there's too much cookie cutter business, nice high end type of thing and, and not enough theming anymore. And I think people want that. Everything that is still themed is pretty old and run down and people want to go back. I think there needs to be a good mix of that in future properties. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see as we get new properties, if they take any of that into account or we just get these sort of homogenized modern buildings. I mean, Fountain Blue is as distinct as it comes as far as casino design, but it is very modern. And you do wonder how that ages over time. Whereas Buffalo Bills, right? It's funny you bring that up because it's really a, a property that's an afterthought for most people. 30, 40 minutes from Las Vegas, 90s sort of theming, but it is cohesive in what they did, very high quality in what they did. And even though the casino has seen better days, you still sort of get the feeling of all of that. What will these properties convey when all of the modern design aesthetics are a thing of the past? I don't know, but Resorts World struggling. What I did find is they do have their local specials that they've had forever, quote unquote, 20% off your stay, which I've never found to be a, a significant discount compared to what I could get elsewhere. But they do have the two for one drinks for locals at Golden Monkey Tiki, which is just a beautiful bar from 8 to yeah. 12 p.m. So that's a good one. Uh, they have the $65 prefix menu at Fuhu, and then they have a last Thursday of the month at Zook Nightclub. So not too much going on there. We talked, Mirage said they're going after locals with a bunch of specials. Venetian has been doing this for a while. 
I think when you have so many casinos and so many rooms and so much space to fill, you really do need to get the locals down to your property unless you're the winds or the busier properties on the strip. Promote that too. These have been deals that have been going on since the beginning, but not a lot of people talk about them. Um, now I want Jasmine and you to come so I can get half off my drinks at <laughs> the Tiki Bar uh, in February. I'm, I'm, now I'm very excited about that. But like that's the type of stuff that maybe they don't promote enough, thinking it tarnishes them a bit to go after locals and like shout it from the rooftops you know i think that's something you need to do and and bring them in i think maybe that's something hard rock realizes and they're trying to work that into it and we'll have to see once the guitar opens if they stick with it especially that area of the strip you know needs that uh, the local juice to prop them up during the week and maybe on weekends they're okay without it but you need something to bring them in monday through thursday yeah and we can't ignore the fact that resorts world has a brand new mega resort across the street that they're going to have to compete with that they didn't have to compete with last week. So they have to do something. More competition is good. So we'll see how it all pans out. I did want to finish the show, Mark, by talking about carpets, because in honor of my love of casino carpets, when you came to town uh, last week, you took pictures of every casino carpet that we encountered along the way. And there was a lot of them. And, you know, they're all in a thread on X so people can take a look at them. And uh, I just thought we'd go through and kind of talk about what our favorites are do you have any that stood out to you yeah i think both of us really liked the durango sportsbook carpet it's a you know like a festive green argyle type pattern which i love i don't know how it will wear over time it seems like it might get a little dirty and show some wear and tear because it is you know a green and then it's not as like crazy as some other casino carpets so i don't know how that will look in a year or so but you know starting off when you walk through it really kind of sets itself apart from everywhere else that we saw and we went to a lot of casinos that weekend and took a lot of pictures of carpet so that one stood out what about for you what was a uh, one another one that stood out yeah i love the durango sportsbook carpet it's one of my favorite new carpets in a long time Going through the Wafflin casinos, it's very evident they don't change their carpet too often because it's very faded. I like the Pioneer, though. A very old school sort of flowery kind of fits the theme of Pioneer. Golden Nugget, you liked a lot. That's very similar to all the other Golden Nuggets. You have that sort of yellow, orangish, red, brown hue in the carpets. Harris Laughlin felt very much like Harris here. I did want to give a shout out to that casino, and we'll talk more on the Laughlin thing about some of the renovations they did there to make it better. But I'm not a fan of that carpet at all. Yeah, I mean, I do like the M's. When we go through that, I do like the M's as much as we talk about how it's dated and the vibe and stuff. I'm still digging that carpet for some reason. I really like the one that stands out for me on the strip is Mandalay Bay. I really like that carpet. Uh, you know, the even the walkway carpet. I think it's just a really pretty carpet. It still looks new or fresh. I don't know when's the last time they updated it. But Mandalay Bay is kind of a, a, the gem, I think, of MGM, especially with Delano. You know, a nice hotel, suites. Just kind of gets overlooked. It's on the south end of the strip. Forgotten about. Beautiful frontage when you walk in from the street. Really cool theming inside's nice and that's why i said if you you know on another show that we did for the patreon if you're staying at luxor you got a quick access point into mandalay bay so you could just stay for cheap and do everything you want to do at mandalay bay which i think is a a nice setup and you know great pool all that stuff i think it has a lot going for it shout out also to paris's carpet i really like that and then you can't really argue with the distinct bally's carpet right mark uh, i don't know why they have horseshoes on the carpet inside bally's but i suppose that makes sense yeah i mean you should have just kept it bally's <laughs> <laughs> I've thrown up some of these carpet picks on the screen for you. I'll put a link down Throw in the description. Bottom. Yeah, for sure. It's linked down in the description so you guys can go through all of the pictures that we did. Let us know what your favorite carpets in Las Vegas are as we kind of head out there to, to see more of them. Sometimes I pay attention, sometimes I don't. So 
it was really nice to kind of see all these pictures and kind of go back and say, okay, I like this one better. And that one, shout out to so many of those. Laughlin River Lodge too. That was another really interesting one. Almost felt like Caesars-esque in the way that it was. That What a quirky place. Can't wait to talk about that. So uh, yeah, hit us up in the comments. What's your favorite carpet? Fountain Blue, the $1,000 steak. Would you do that? Is that something you're looking forward to? Resorts World struggling, locals. Let us know what you think. We do two shows a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. We'll be back in a couple days with another show. Thanks so much for watching. Talk to you next time. Have a good week, everybody.